Greetings, my Survivor people. I am Tom Santilli. You are listening to the Film Survivor Podcast, and I do appreciate it. Thank you for joining me here today. We're going to be talking all about episode 12 of Survivor David vs. Goliath. I'm going to be joined in a little bit by, spoiler alert, Gabby Pascuzzi. She is uh, the most recent person uh, voted off of the show. Sixth member of the jury and the latest to take a swipe at Christian and fall short. Uh, Lots to get to, but yeah, my interview coming up there. Thank you everybody for following me on realitytea.com and for reading my recaps there. Uh, Much appreciated. But uh, yeah, what did you guys think of the episode? I mean, everybody is just loving the season, uh, loving everything about the season, the cast, and it just continues to deliver. This was a just an unexpected turn of events, I'd say. We did not see the uh, Christian-Gabby uh, relationship ending the way that it ended tonight, that's for sure. Their storyline has been one of the, you know, one of the key storylines the whole season. Uh, I'm guilty of being one of the people that was like... Uh, trying to ship these two early in the season. Not, I didn't know at the time, uh, you know, all, all truth aside, I didn't know that Christian had a girlfriend. I didn't know Christian had Emily. We got to meet Emily last night on the Loved Ones Challenge. But I didn't know that. But Gabby and Christian just seemed so, like, connected. They seemed uh, very, uh, you know, just a cute couple. Like, too cute for TV almost. They were adorable to watch, uh, you know, early in the season, and just how they vibed and their their sense of humor together. But even, uh, you know, taking out any, you know, threat of romance, they were they needed each other in this game, and they leaned on each other. That all came crashing down this week, and I think that you know Christian was not expecting it. This was something that definitely he did not see. But you know, when it comes to Gabby, you know, she didn't go out there to play to to finish in second. And uh, I think that's pretty clear. I'm going to bring up this quote when I talk to her in a minute. But, you know, they, as they say, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And I think that kind of sums up Gabby's mindset. And she wasn't wrong. I mean, her perception that others perceived her as, like, sidekick to Christian was accurate. She could have gone to the end of the game... There's a lot of talk online right now comparing Gabby to Laurel from last season. Laurel, of course, was criticized heavily for not making any moves. It got her to the end of the game, and then she ended up quickly uh, getting zero votes to win. So was that Gabby's fate, is just to get to the end and then get zero? I mean, that's why you play the game. She made a big swing tonight, had it worked out, you know... and then who knows? Everybody you know starts picking her game apart too, and I don't think that that's very fair. They're like, oh well, what would she have done next? Well, we would have had to see, but she would have done this, and this would have been a big move, hands down. Now, clearly, the execution of this move didn't pan out. You know, uh, Davy is the key to all this, and I talked about this in my recap. But everybody, you know, and taking nothing away from Christian, who could, you know, his mind could run circles around mine, that's for sure. Uh, He's clearly on a different plane of existence as far as intelligence and when it comes to smarts. But you're talking about, you know, at the end of, when Gabby goes to leave, she says to Christian, man, you're so smart. Well, you know what? You know who's the smart one out there, really, 
the one who's smart in the in the game sense in terms of outsmarting other people, so far that person has been Davey. Davey is quietly building a game that he can win. And it is very interesting to see where he sits uh, as we move forward here. He talked last night about Christian being his shield, and he's absolutely right. As, far, as long as Christian's in the game, everybody else wants him out of the game because nobody wants to sit at the end against Christian. That's for sure. Christian has an uphill battle, and that's even before his number one ally turned on him. You know, now in the game, you know, just side sidestepping this for a minute, Christian now is in deep, deep doo-doo, as they say. <laughs> they, I mean, not only did he just use his idol to save himself, and he lost Gabby, but, you know, he received four votes to be, you know, knocked out of this game. One was from Gabby, but there are three other people. Okay, now Davey was one of those people that voted for him, but you have to think that there was some kind of conversation that happened between Davey and Christian. Davey coming to Christian, telling him, hey, bro, you need to use your idol, and then probably saying, look, I also am going to vote for you knowing you're going to play your idol because that keeps my cover. If Davey would have done something crazy last night, the others would have known that Davey and Christian are super tight, and that would have just raised you know, uh, Davey's profile. In voting with them, though, he could act completely shocked also, while on the side still keeping his relationship going with Christian, who he knows desperately needs him because Christian doesn't have anybody else in the game. Davey is in that spot where it's just, I mean, he can win challenges too. He's smart. He's won idols. He's likable. He's played a great social game. This is the guy who's outsmarting everybody, not necessarily Christian. But... That being said, I guarantee you that Davey doesn't want to sit next to Christian either <laughs> at the end of the game. So Christian's going to need to pull out some crazy uh, physical uh, wins here down the stretch, I think, if he's going to stand a chance. But we are just two episodes now away again. Next week's episode is the final episode of the season leading into the two-hour finale, which is December 19th. Of course, that show, two-hour finale, the hour uh, live reunion show to follow, and, you know, I hope you guys stick with this podcast because uh, I'm speaking to Gabby today. We'll speak with the person next week. And then the following week, we'll have interviews with all of the remaining uh, cast members on that following Thursday. So you have to ride the season out, right? I mean, you guys have stuck with it this far. It's been great. I think anybody watching Survivor right now knows how good it's been. You can just feel it. And it's exciting. And it's going to be an exciting finish. It has to be. I just, I, I couldn't imagine that. I have so much faith in this cast at this point that you can't imagine that it's going to be a letdown. That being said, too, everybody check out the Ponderosa videos on CBS. Uh, I, I look at them every week. It's it's vital uh, viewing for fans of the game. People get voted off, and CBS puts together a little Ponderosa video of them arriving at, at where they, the jury stays. And it's just, it's it's fun, and it gives you some insight but what I'm noticing this season more than ever is the, I guess, what's the opposite of bitter? This is the, the least bitter jury uh, that I've seen being assembled. Now, that could change. The further people get in the game and then lose their chance at, at the million, there's going to be some bad blood. I'm, I, I'm sure of it. But you don't get that kind of poisoning of the well effect that you normally kind of find where you know you're, you, people are getting rallied up or getting upset about certain people or things. I think that 
it's just interesting. The whole thing is interesting, but this this jury, I think, is going to live up to the cast and live up to the rest of the show in delivering us a great winner. I really believe that this season. So stick with us again. Two more weeks. Uh, so yeah, let's get into it. We're gonna I'm gonna talk here with Gabby in a minute, and uh, I'm gonna you know we're gonna ask her all kinds of stuff. There's rumors floating out there. I'm gonna address all of them to see what she says. It doesn't hurt to ask, right? That's why you ask questions. So let's get into it with Gabby. Uh, reminder, you can find all of my stuff, uh, at Tom Santilli, all of my survivor coverage, my recaps, uh, that I write with realityt.com, all of my movie reviews, all of my, uh, content that I do with my TV show, movie show plus can all be found at Tom Santilli. If you're on the Insta, I'm at film survivor and I'm also, we have a Facebook page. Uh, you can look up my name on Facebook as well as movie show plus has a Facebook page. So check that out. This podcast has a Facebook page, the Film Survivor Podcast. Share this podcast. Tell your friends about it. You can download it on iTunes. You can get it on Podbean and uh, subscribe, and you'll get notified whenever we have new episodes, which during the Survivor seasons means every Thursday at least with some bonus ones thrown in there. So without further ado, let's have our chat here with Gabby. Gabby, hello. How are you doing today? Hello, Tom. I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. It's so weird because I always want to tell, you know, people that I really like on the show that it's great to talk to you, but I don't mean that because like you got voted off. I just mean that it's great to finally get to talk to you. Oh, I know. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, you know, they say, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. That kind of sums up where you were at in your mind, probably at the time you decide you have to go against Christian. Yeah. That's exactly right. I, I, I know that it's been a controversial decision because people are wondering if it was too soon. But conversely, I was worried that if I, that if I waited, I might be too late. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would regret it way more if I waited and missed the shot. And then who knows? Christian wins immunity. Christian finds a bunch of idols. Mm-hmm. And, and I, don't, I didn't take the shot. I would be kicking myself so much more if I was sitting in the final three with Christian being, you know, told by the jury mm-hmm. that I wrote his coattails right. rather than I took a shot, I missed, but at least I, I knew what I had to do. And I, and like I said in the episode, I did it with gumption. Sure. And you weren't wrong either. Your take on how people would have perceived you. I mean, you, you were right in thinking that you had to do something. I know. Isn't that funny that this whole season everyone's been targeting christian everyone's been saying he's the biggest threat how come when i do it it's like so crazy i mean just because i was allies with him doesn't mean that i still didn't recognize that he was a threat i totally did so it's kind of a bummer that it seems like all these people always want to take christian out but like at different times and (laughs) so i mean who knows when the right time is right i thought that my right time was last night and apparently it wasn't you know, I want—I do want to address this with you too, because I, th- I feel like you're unique this season. And there's always haters out there. There's always people that like, you know, you know, second guess everybody's decision. But you have specifically kind of faced a lot of backlash with the season, with um, people calling you overly emotional and talking about like, you know, you crying on the show. Um, why do you think that? you're being singled out. I don't feel like you, I mean, you cried, yeah, but I feel like other people cry on the show and it's not made into this big, huge thing. Why do you think you're being targeted like that? Yeah, I think it's because when I cry, I'm very open about it. I really don't try to hide it. 
So some people might cry in confessionals or they might, they might cry at times where society dubs it okay to cry. Like it's okay for Carl to cry about missing his family or it's okay to, for Christian to cry when he's about to win the immunity challenge. But for some reason it's not okay for me to cry because I'm frustrated at a move that my ally made or it's not okay for me to cry uh, privately to my alliance member that I feel like I'm on the bottom of this new swap tribe. I, I don't know why. I think it is a larger societal thing where people are uncomfortable with open emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I'm very, uh, I'm very open with it because uh, that's just who I am. <laughs> and if you look back at all the times I cried, most of them were tied to an important plot point uh, of this story of this season sure. right i never cried about like oh i'm hungry or oh, the rain right every time i cried it was because i either was scared i was going to go home sorry that i'm passionate about survivor i love this game and i did not want to be sent home um or i i, I so it, it was always very relevant to the situation the other thing is if you look back on it, I, I never made a vote or a decision based on emotions. And I think people have a really hard time understanding that and separating mm-hmm. the two. Sure. So when I cried to Christian privately about, oh, you know, Carl's really frustrating me. He's not listening to me. I didn't even vote for Carl that night. Right. I did not vote for Carl. I voted for Alex. So people need to understand that I'm an emotional person in the way that I relate to people and the way that I, I go about my life. But I'm not going around making these crazy erratic decisions. <laughs> Everything I did was still well thought through. Sure. You know, and, and on the flip side of things, too, you know, when you go on to a television show, your know, national TV show, you obviously open yourself up to scrutiny and you're putting yourself out there. Um, were you surprised, though, by the like people that are, you know, the, the, just how people talk on Twitter and things like that? Did a lot of this like surprise you or were you kind of ready for it and prepared for it? You know, sadly, I was ready for it because I know that that's how people react. I think I wasn't surprised, but I was disappointed because I think that the show showed a lot more of me than just crying. Mm -hmm. Okay, so per episode, maybe I was crying for like 10 seconds in in one episode of a 42 minute episode. Right. And so to me, I'm disappointed if you call yourself a Survivor fan and you purposely neglect the other wonderful 41 minutes of editing that these (laughs) producers work so hard to craft this story and you're going to just pay attention to the 10 seconds of crying then you're missing out on so much of this of of the episode sure so i was just disappointed that people sort of reduced me to that when if you took out all those scenes you would see that i was actually playing the game and I, I love what you said earlier, too. Just because you were allied with Christian didn't mean that you were kind of blind to the fact that he was a huge threat in the game. Uh, with that being said, a lot of people, um, you guys were so great to watch as a, as a couple, you know, a platonic couple on the show, the relationship <laughs> that you two had. Um, but I, I, the, the question that it popped up all the time was, um, you know, did you have feelings for Christian? Did that play into, was there any, you know, level of jealousy from the loved ones competition? These are all the things that I was kind of seeing um, surprisingly online today. Did you want to address any of that? Yeah, it was surprising to me too. And again, I'll use the word disappointing because I think that Survivor fans are smarter than that. And I think that they showed Christian and my relationship as the platonic relationship that it is. He and I were allies from day one. We lived together for 32 days. If you think I did not know about his girlfriend, ask him questions about (laughs) his girlfriend, 
talk, talk about her, say that I wanted to win the loved one's visit so that I could meet her, mm-hmm. then you're an idiot because we <laughs> lived together for 32 days. So, no, there, there were no romantic feelings for Christian. I'm sorry to all the Gabby and Christian shippers out there, but they should realize that these are real people that they're talking about. Right. And it's insulting not only to me, but also to Christian and his loved one, Emily, because you're reducing such a complex, wonderful friendship and relationship into something so petty. Mm. Um, we're not in middle school, right? We're, mm-hmm. we, women and men can have friendships. And it, it's, what's really frustrating is that people think, I can't believe that people would think that I would make a million dollar decision based on a romantic feeling for knowing someone for a month. It right. just doesn't even check out. So if you're going to propose these crazy things, at least think it through and realize that there's really no, there's no, uh, there's no evidence there. And remember that you're watching reality TV show. So trust me, if there were footage or evidence of that, you would see it. <laughs> oh yeah, there I'm was sure. nothing to show because there was nothing there. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, hey, you know, with uh, when you got voted out, uh, you you know complimented Christian on on you know how smart he has been playing the game. But I've been talking about in, in my articles and stuff. I've been talking about Davy all season and, and how smart of a game he's playing. What was the perception of Davy? You, you said you were allied with Christian and you realized he was a big threat, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. what were what were your in-game thoughts on Davy? Davy was talked about as a threat as well. I think everyone really admired the uh, move that he pulled when he used his idol on Christian, which caused the John blindside. Mm-hmm. So Davy was viewed as a threat not only because of that, but because he was starting to emerge as a physical threat. He had done well in these challenges. And, uh, you know, when someone finds an idol, you have a feeling that they can find an idol again. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, he was definitely on people's radar. I'm sure you've been asked this a lot today, but uh, you you had, you know, even if Christian would have went home, you had a lot of game left to play uh, to get to the finals to, to pitch your case to the jury, what, mm-hmm. uh, what was your expected next moves? You know, what did you plan to do next? Yeah. And this may have been where my misread of the game was because I thought that the game was so fluid that there were only four votes left before mm-hmm. the final four fire making challenge that I, uh, there were three or four names that people were throwing out as threats that I, there wasn't a particular alliance that I saw myself sticking with more. So I saw myself swinging from group to group to vote out these big threats so that, uh, in the end, so that, so that I could get further. Okay, cool, cool with, uh, I want to talk to you too about that. Like you said too, people don't really understand, uh, reality television. They're watching it at home once a week and, you know, give it an hour of their time. They don't realize that, you know, months have gone by from, since the show happened that this, this is, these are real people they're dealing with. Um, when you take all that time away from the game and then you start to watch it unfold on television and they're boiling down, you know, three days worth of activities into one hour of entertainment, what, what surprised you the most? What was the hardest, you know, what were some of the hardest things to watch or what did you discover as you watched the show come out off on TV? I think the hardest thing for me really was seeing all of my emotional moments because out there it didn't feel like it was all the time. Mm. It was at occasional times. And there were so many times around camp where I was happy and bubbly and making people laugh and getting along with everybody, even people you didn't see me talking to in the show. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, to have people say that 
Christian is the only reason that I was still in the game and like I would have quit if I, if it wasn't for him and I was always crying to him. Oh, man. That was really hard because yeah. I I would never quit Survivor and I had so much fun playing. There were so many happy fun times too. Sure. I want to ask you too with you know when you went to Ponderosa was it uh did it convince you that you were right in your thinking in terms of the fact that had you've gotten to the end, let's say with Christian, that people would have viewed you as the, the, the quote unquote sidekick. Did you get a different vibe oh, yeah. when you talk to other people? Like you actually might've had a chance or did you think that you were pretty accurate? I think I was very accurate. Um, and I talk about this in my Ponderosa video, if you watch it, mm-hmm. but I, when I talked to the jury, they, they all were, I mean, they were nice about it, but they were like, yeah, you needed to make a move for, for us to want to vote for you in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, Christian was after that, every, every Christian was the person that people were looking at as the biggest threat. So mm-hmm. I think I was totally right in that. Um, I think that the jury, when I got to explain to them at Ponderosa, why I made the move, they understood it. So, you know, who knows if I would have had it, if it would have worked and if I would have had a chance to get to Final Tribal and I was sitting next to people who hadn't played as uh, good of a game, who knows if I could have convinced the jury to my side. But I think I was right that I did need to do something to change their perception. It's human nature when you don't win a game. You kind of, you know, look at what you might have done differently. Uh, Not even with, like, the end of your game and how it kind of ended with, you know, uh, deciding to take the big swing at Christian. But what do you, in your own head, do you look back at uh, throughout your entire game and say, you know what, if I would have done that a little bit differently, I wonder what would have happened? Yeah, I think... um... I think for me it's really confidence because mm. when I watch the game back, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I was actually on the right side of a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. I was I was playing the game. I was fine. And it really was my self-doubt that was getting in my way <laughs> because even people like Allison or Angelina, they they exude confidence. Such Goliaths, right? <laughs> and, and honestly, I had been on the right side of more votes than they had. They had voted wrong more times than me. Right. But for some reason, people, you know, they're more self-confident so they they look like they're playing a better game than they maybe are Mm -hmm. because they're exuding that confidence so i think it really would be that i would own my game more um because i don't actually think i was playing that bad of a game i think i am just really hard on myself did you have you carried any of that into your your real life uh i i think so it's hard to say right because i go into you go into this experience and you leave and, and it's like, it's still me. I'm still me after the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think everyone struggles with self-doubt and confidence issues from time to time. But I think the number one thing that I learned from the game was to be kind to myself and give myself credit where it's due. And honestly, getting as far as I did on Survivor has been a huge confidence boost where I'm like, yeah, I, I <laughs> can do this. I can do anything that I really set my mind to. Well, you totally rock, Gabby. I was rooting for you since like the day day one, and I think you're awesome. And uh, it was it was sorry to see you leave. And uh, best of luck to you moving forward, though. And we'll see you uh, on the jury. Thank you so much. All right, take it easy. There she is, Gabby. That hope you guys enjoyed that interview. There, uh, you know, I addressed a lot of those things. And again, in my own defense, when I was, uh, you know, shipping Gabby and Christian, it was really early in the season. It was. Go look it up. 
And it was before I knew Christian had a girlfriend in real life. So uh, I just thought that they were super cool together, though. That's really where it was coming out of a love for both of them, the fact that I liked them on the show together. I think that I think Probe said it today in an interview somewhere else that he, you know, he said that they're one of the more interesting platonic couples that the show's ever had. And I totally agree with that. And uh, I am sorry to see Gabby go. I thought she was great, and I didn't see this coming at all tonight. Uh, th- this week's episode was a total blindside to the audience, which is only appropriate with all the blindsides that people have had in the game. But we're through it. We're on the other side, and we are now looking forward to one more episode next Wednesday leading into the two-hour finale on the 19th. Holy smokes. We are getting down to it. After all of the, that, after everything that the Davids did with their advantages and having that powwow on the beach and, and sharing all their advantages, all of those advantages are now gone. We have the idol nullifier was played, the steal of vote was played, Christian's idol is now gone. All of those were gone. They worked their way back into the majority, and then because of what just happened the last two weeks, the Carl vote and then the uh, getting Gabby out as a reaction to her going after Christian, we now find ourselves with seven people left in this game, and the Goliaths suddenly have a majority again. It's it's hard to believe that they do, but they do. And, you know, Angelina has kind of been all over the place this game as far as her alliances. You know, she isn't a Goliath by tribe, but she's been working with uh, some of the Davids, for a portion of the game. But now that we're back to 4-3, I mean, are we going to start to see the tribal lines again here? Uh, where does that leave people? You know, Nick, all this talk about Davey, but if you look at it like that, he's in the minority as far as Davids versus Goliaths. Uh, Nick still has an idol. Never forget that. There's that four, that alliance of four that uh, they talked about this past week. You know, um, what was it? Uh, Angelina and Mike and Nick and Davey. Davey, of course, told the audience that he was that wasn't really in his best interest, but he definitely didn't shut the door. By voting for Christian at this vote, he still keeps that open as a possibility for him. So, you know, Christian might view that as like, great, Davey's like a little, you know, he's undercover for me on, on the enemy's side of, of the line, but Davey could very well go with that foursome if that's the way that the game unfolds. So it'll be so interesting to see how this turns up uh, and turns out, and uh, we'll be here all the way through. Of course, it's it's less than two weeks until we'll know about season 38 uh, coming in February. February 20th, I believe, is the date that they announced for season 38. I know there's some spoiler stuff out there, but I'm not going to get into that. But uh, it should be another. I mean, we're just rolling right along. Who could have thought 37 seasons in the show is as good as it is this season? That's why you keep watching it. You give it some slack. It has a bad season. Okay, fine. You know, oh, it's not the greatest season ever. Okay, that's that's okay. They tried something new you didn't like. Okay, get over it. That's why you keep watching Survivor is because you get to seasons like David versus Goliath, and then it's all gravy. So keep watching the show. Keep listening and following my stuff. A lot of award stuff going on right now in the movie world. The last week we just announced uh, our winners to the Detroit Film Critics Society. I might still put together a podcast on that soon just to kind of go over our winners and talk about movies in general and some of the best of the year kind of stuff. Uh, I have a very special episode of Movie Show Plus that will be uh, available online this Friday. I urge all of you to go check out. 
MovieshowPlus.com. This week's episode, uh, I went to, it's all about Schindler's List because they're actually re-releasing Schindler's List in theaters for its 25th anniversary in December. It's actually going to be uh, in theaters starting December 7th and playing for a few weeks. Check your local you know, movie show times for where it's playing and when. But I went to the Holocaust Memorial Center in uh, Farmington Hills, Michigan, which is the first Holocaust Memorial Museum in, in the United States. And I went there and I spoke with some uh, people there and uh, we talked about Schindler's List and we talked, we put the movie in kind of a perspective of, of today and the importance of it. And it was just a very incredible experience to be at this museum and to speak with uh, the rabbi and some of the other people that I spoke with there. And uh, the, it's a special Schindler's List edition of Movie Show Plus. So I really hope people can check that out again. Even if you don't live in the Detroit area and can't catch it on television, uh, you can watch the full episode online on our YouTube channel uh, or by just going to our website, movieshowplus.com. So please do that. Golden Globe nominations came out today. So like I said, all kinds of stuff going on with the movies. Check all that out. Follow me on Twitter, at Tom Santilli. Instagram, at Film Survivor. Thank you so much for joining me. That wraps up another podcast. We are barreling towards the finale, and uh, I'll be there all the way with you next week, Thursday, guys. We'll see you here. We'll be talking Survivor and getting ready for that finale. Let's do it. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon.